Walt Disney World Memory, number 12, Kilimanjaro Safaris. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Walt Disney World Memories Podcast. My name is Lou and I'll once again be your host taking you on this journey into your Walt Disney World Memories. Today's episode is the Kilimanjaro Safaris. As you enter the queue, you'll begin to see pictures of the animals with both their, with their names in both English and in Afrikaans. Uh, as you wind through what has to be one of the longest queues in Walt Disney World, you'll find you'll get, you'll get a glimpse of the ride cars which just appear to be open air buses. Uh, once you're in, look up and you'll get to see uh, some of the game, a game spotting guide which has all the pictures and, of the animals you're about to go see and it's really good for referencing when you're out on the savanna as well. Then you're off and into the jungle and later on into the savanna where you see some of the most mag- magnificent animals in the world. I just, it, oh wow. And uh, they just appear to be roaming freely. You just feel like the lion could jump out and reach over and grab you or anything. It's just, it's amazing. The, the area is awesome i've been to many zoos including the national zoo in washington dc uh and it something about this ride is just amazing it's just different this is definitely one of my must do's every trip to walt disney world just because it's so cool a couple of notes about the safari is the savannah covers actually a hundred acres making it one of the largest areas for any attractions uh the trip through the savannah is actually a trip through show scenes which you just don't realize everything is designed to look like it's real and natural you don't actually see the barriers the walls that divide the hippos from you are actually solid concrete the road that you're driving on is actually made to look like dirt uh it's just really amazing uh if you look around the moat is hidden by grass that divides you from the elephants it's just awesome to induce the other animals into viewable areas imagineers use feeders near the path uh heated or cooled rocks for the lions to sleep on uh shade and water near the path stuff like that things to draw them to certain points to kind of make them want to be close to where you'll be driving so you can see them uh to create the terrain of the savannah 60 jump trucks every day came in with dirt for two straight years dropping 4.4 million cubic yards of dirt enough to fill spaceship earth 19 times that's just a sick amount of dirt anyways so about the audio you're gonna hear this audio is a little older than some of my other stuff but i really like it better than my current binaural recordings 
I like it for a few reasons. One, because I actually had a driver from South Africa. I love her accent. She's just, it, and she was also very good at pointing things out. Um, also, the frills, uh, when I recorded this back in 2001, were all still very new. And so they still had a lot of the original show attractions, uh, cast members in different areas or whatever, acting certain as characters. I mean, it kept the whole story. It was the original story that when they first designed the attraction. So it was, I think it was better. Now they've simplified it a little, but I'm digressing. Uh, so I recorded this audio back in 2001 with my stereo microphone and mini disc recorder uh, while I was down in Orlando for a convention at Disney World. So I slipped away for a little bit of time in the parks beforehand before the convention started and got to ride this by myself. And it was just totally amazing. Uh, I'll cu- it kind of jumps straight into the loading scene, so you don't get much time to really build up to the attraction. She literally just jumps in, says a few words, and you're off. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Kilimanjaro Safaris. Okay, but look after me. But in the meantime, 
and way there the back on your left there's a big black and white bird well that is the saddle boat stalk I think it's the most tallest stalk Sounds like the wardens are talking to each other now this is summer one to warden Wilson the tour are you making your rounds today over? And today I have a passenger, Miss Johnson, my favorite wildlife researcher. I'm Jumbo, everyone. I'm Jumbo, Mr. Johnson, with the selfie north to the savannah. Any wildlife spotting tips, please let us know. Roger, Simbawan. We'll do. Over. Okay, folks, we had the South River, you better watch these waters if you want to see Africa's third most dangerous animal. Ooh, look here on your right. The hippo. Oh, no, wait, I need the water. Look on your left. Look here on your left hand side. There they are. The folks, those hippos spend most of their time underneath the water. Otherwise, there's 5,000 pound bodies of them will overheat. They can stay for as long as 8 minutes underneath the water. That's the hippos. Those hippos actually leave the riverbank at night and they go feed on grass or little bits of fruit. Thank you. 
Froggy on both sides. You're going to get the stable antelope, the most aggressive and territorial of all the antelopes. Now they use those long horns not just for protection against predators, but as a dominant display as well. So these are the best of the sable antelope. Oh, no, look at those little ones laying down on the ground. They are the tommies, the Thompson gazelle, the smallest but the fastest of all the gazelle. And they can run up to 60 pounds and run as fast as 45 miles an hour. And this talk out of earth, this is a termite mount as hard oh, as concrete. Elephants actually use them as scratching posts. Okay, now concentrate here on your left hand side. Laying down on top of the hill is the Patterson Skelon, the largest of all the antelopes. These little ones here, the Impala, so you can see the females is here onto the right of the Impala male. And he's the only one with horns. And of course, the reticulated giraffe there on your left. Now giraffes spend 16 to 20 hours a day feeding, and they can go up to 20 feet long. Ooh, and here on your left, this great animal is the Vulpes, getting its name from the Afrikaans with many wild cattle. Now back in South Africa, the farm, we call them the Gnu, spelled G-A-U. And it's all from an African language, which mimics a grunting sound that a wildebeest makes. So that's our wildebeest. But today, you know, around the world, I presume, we still have to find elephant, lion, cheetah, white rhino, mandel, zebra, scimitar, horn oryx, ostrich, warthog, young. There's lots of animals, so you guys better keep it about. Folks, we're at now at this moment we are moving into elephant country and as I can see the reserve's most famous residents, big red and little red. So I need you guys to keep a lookout for those two African elephants so when you see them you make as much noise as possible. So keep a lookout for big red and little red. Now look at on your right. Gonna get the African elephant. Now, folks, the male can weigh up to 12,000 pounds, and the female between 10 and 11,000 pounds. And if you look on your left, 
Look down your leaf. It's a mandrel. I think it's most colorful monkey. And then there's one sitting here. Okay. Between the rocks, there's another one. Oh, I see it. Look at the baby. Oh. And there's a simple one. Do you have any whereabouts in Big Ray and Little Ray today? Oh, good. I have not seen them today. Try the red clay pit. Big Red is the elephant matriarch of the reserve's herd. She gave birth a while ago to a new calf. It does based on the same red clay pit as his mother. So I named him Little Red. Elephants are wonderfully social creatures. They have moods, sympathies, and emotions. Over. Okay, Roger Wilson, I'm a Johnson. Thank you, folks. We're going to go look for Big Red and Little Red. At the red clay pit, it is moving slowly but surely. And then we're going to go to the red clay pit and find those two elephants. I just pause here for a little while, take it up, good and my rest a bit, catch breath, yes, and here we go. The green. The green. Um, and now, folks, we have to cross this old African bridge. Now, this bridge has seen better days, and it looks even worse than that other one we just crossed. So for it guys, cross your fingers and let's have everything goes up. Kuna Matata. Oh my goodness folks, what is going on over here? I think we should get on. Flamingos are actually standing on their one leg to regulate their body temperature. 
gonna see more of those elephants again. Until then, until then. Oh, look at that. 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 Look
Thank you again for listening. As always, if you'd like to find out more about the Kilimanjaro Safaris, please visit my website at www-memories.net. I've gotten a couple emails this week. The first one came from Brian Bartsoff again from the Mousing It Up podcast. He's planning to do a North Carolina Disney meet for anyone in the North Carolina area. If you're interested in learning more, check out either his podcast, his latest one, he uh, talked more about this one, or you can send me or him an email, and we'll make sure to keep you in the loop as far as plans as they're coming together. Uh, the other email I came that I got came from Christopher from Lewistown, Maine. Uh, Chris asked two main questions, one being what other binaural podcasts i listen to well chris my favorites are the window to magic podcast with paul berry uh above the firehouse with tony 
Inside the Magic with Ricky and Trapped on Vacation with Earl. Uh, Inside the Magic isn't always in binaural, but uh, he does a great podcast show in general. Uh, all of those are just some of the top-notch ones. Other guys, every now and then, intersperse some binaural audio. Uh, oh, I almost forgot. Uh, the Mouse Lounge podcast is another one. Uh, Chris also asked you know, about my recording equipment. Well, I kind of talked about it in show one. Uh, talking about the mini disc recorders and stuff like that chris i'll be emailing you back shortly with uh, a complete detailed list but uh, for anybody else that's going to be interested i will also post that uh response i'm going to put together a full uh, uh faq uh section for my website where i'm going to put things like that uh where you can get a complete uh detailed list of what i use to do my recording if you'd like to send me an email or a comment or leave me some feedback, you can email me at podcast at www-memories.net or you can leave me comments on iTunes. I love hearing from people. I got my first feedback on iTunes, and uh, thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, so thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you again in two weeks. Goodbye.